You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's spotlight Jay Cutler. Other top stories around the league with Elliot Harrison from NFL Network. Follow him on Twitter at HarrisonNFL. Check him out tonight on NFL Total Access, 7 Eastern. Elliot, thanks for taking the time. Jay Cutler joked yesterday he doesn't have to be in great shape because he's a quarterback. How smooth do you think the transition is going to be, considering Cutler played well for Adam Gase in Chicago before he became the head coach of the Dolphins? Yeah, you know, I, I see the, you know, it's the, it's the easy thing to point to, and I think everyone's right to point to that. You know, familiarity in the NFL is such a big deal, but at the same time, so is continuity. And Jay Cutler, while he has a familiarity with Adam Gase, he doesn't have continuity with any of these guys on offense. I mean, he may know what, you know, he can call the play in the huddle with confidence because he knows where everyone needs to be, but he doesn't really know where they're going to be because receivers we know can get creative with their routes and you, you just have to work with these guys. And the other thing I would say is Jay Cutler's a good quarterback, but we need to be a little careful. I mean, this is a guy coming off an injury who got outplayed by Brian Hoyer last year. And so, you know, you can carve that up any way that you'd like. But, you know, Matt Moore actually played pretty good for this Dolphins team and getting them, you know, down the stretch into the playoffs. Can you really say that Jay Cutler outplayed Matt Moore? Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's a great question to ask. And I don't think from afar it looks as if the organization really has, uh, let's just say, confidence in, in Ryan Tannehill even. And I think that's probably why this deal was made with Jay Cutler and gave him so much money. But with saying that, how do you how do you gauge this move grabbing someone like a a Jay Cutler who's been out let's just say pretty much of all last season uh, he was prepared to move on to go into the booth and then all of a sudden he gets a one year ten million dollar deal this team is primed and ready to make a move do you think this piece at the quarterback position with Jay Cutler is the one that can get them over the hump to the next level because they're really close to being really really good. He's been known to not make any, let's just say, extra efforts over time when he was in Chicago to try to give you that 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 mm of a play that we've seen even Ryan Tannehill give at times by giving the extra effort. Well, that was a really creative way of putting it, Cordell. <laughs> uh, I try. I know what you're saying. Uh, you know, the reputation precedes him. Uh, you know, what is getting over the hump anymore? Here's the, here's the crazy thing. The Dolphins could be worse than they were last year. Sneak into the playoffs, Cutler plays hot for one game, and they advance farther than they did last year. Then everyone will say, look, he got him over the hump. Well, not really. You know, he just played great for one game. Um, you know, that's the way the playoffs work. You know, it, 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 that's why a lot of teams, the, the, a lot of times the hottest team wins. And so with Jay Cutler, you hope that he's going to get hot at the right time. But, you know, at the same time, the deal with the Dolphins is just that there's so many other parts to this team. I mean, number one, Jay Ajayi had peaks and valleys last year. I mean, I think that guy's got to come back, be consistent, and show us what he did against Pittsburgh and against Buffalo and then the defense. You know, they signed Indomitian Sue a couple of years ago. That defense hasn't been quite as dominant as they had hoped. If you have a top-five defense and you have a good running game, Jay Cutler may not have to do that much to get him over the hump. Elliot Harrison, NFL Network, is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. You can see him tonight, NFL Total Access, 7 Eastern. 
Elliott Patriots reigning champs, and they have been active in the offseason, adding quality players like Brandon Cooks. How much separation do you see between the Patriots and everybody else? Not that much. Not that much. I mean, the Patriots won the Super Bowl, but we all know what happened. A little bit of different play calling or a, a running back chipping on a blitz, and the Falcons are your Super Bowl champions. And then you say, okay, well, what kind of separation do the Falcons have? I think Tampa Bay is going to be pushing them in the NFC South. So I think the Patriots are still the best team. You know, it's interesting. We always look at, like, okay, what draft pick did a team add? Or what free agent did they get? And Brandon Cooks, obviously, is the guy that the, the Patriots were able to add in the offseason. But to me, it's also about uh, the offseason, you know, is what frontline starters did you get back healthy? And we have to remind ourselves that New England won the Super Bowl without Rob Gronkowski playing. Uh, and that, to me, is really the key. If they can get – it seems like they never get 16 games from the guy. But if they get 13, 14 games from the guy, rest him, and he's healthy for the playoffs, then I do think you're, they're your favorite to win the Super Bowl again. How good is the Pittsburgh Steelers with when Le'Veon Bell comes back and having also Martavis Bryant in the mix? Well, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see Bryant. I think he, he you know, pe- somebody has to keep their eyeballs on him, right, at the safety position when he's on the field, which opens things up for everybody else. I mean, I think when he's right and he's not suspended – Le'Veon Bell's the best back in football with apologies to David Johnson and Ezekiel Elliott. And, uh, you know, he's putting moves out there like the one I saw you put on Carl Banks in 1995 on Monday Night Football. Thank <laughs> so, you. Thank you for uh, remembering. Appreciate you. Yeah, of course. That just proves you're old, <laughs> Elliott, but we love the contemporary <laughs> well, reference. True. And I don't, you know, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to pump Cordell up too much because Carl Banks is already like 35 at that point. So, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. paradise. But, uh, no, I, I, I really think that Le'Veon Bell, I, you could make the case, arguably, arguably, that the two best offensive players in football play for the same team. Truly. Uh, you know, the, Pittsburgh doesn't have the offensive line Dallas does. They have a good one. But I, you look, if they're all right, I don't think they would have won the championship game last year if Bell had been held, you know, on the field. But I, I do think with Bryant back, they are going to be a team to deal with. I, I mean, it's between them, the Patriots, and the Raiders right now in the AFC. Taking you around the league with Elliot Harrison of NFL Network. Elliot, you're based in Southern California. Let's put stadium talk aside and the novelty of the Chargers playing at the tiny StubHub Center. Which team do you think is going to be more interesting on the field, the Rams or the Chargers? I think the Chargers. I do. Gosh, I wish they'd quit getting hurt. I mean, guys, they had 21 guys. 21 guys finished the season on IR last year. You only have a 53-man roster. You know, and then, you know, they've already been missing their top pick. Their second-round pick got hurt. And I, I just I, – I wish they would be healthy. But they're, they're still way, way, way better at the quarterback position uh, than the Rams are. And I, I thought they lost a lot of really close games. By the end of the year last year, the Rams were getting blown out. Um, and to me, uh, if Keenan Allen comes back healthy – uh, I mean, he's healthy right now, but if he stays healthy, I think he can lead the NFL in catches. I mean, he had uh, he was already at the top of the charts through eight games when he got hurt two years ago. Of course, it's a big if for him to stay healthy. This Chargers team is led by Coach Anthony Lynn, his first run at being a head coach. Um, how much pressure on him uh, do you think he has to get this team to play really well, considering that you have Antonio Gates in a lot of part of his career, uh, you have Philip Rivers in a lot of part of his career. 
and, and this team is making his moves to get ready to go to Inglewood in the next few years, how important it is for him to get started off on the right foot in a stadium where he only has up to 20,000, 30,000 fans that's going to be there. So it won't hurt him too bad in the sense of they should have this thing rocking and rolling every single week they're in. Well, you know, and I think you just answered part of your own question right there a little bit in that, you know, playing in that stadium, it's not going to look like, uh, you know, I remember the days when the Raiders were in L.A. and they weren't playing well and either the Coliseum looked half empty. That's not going to be a situation for this team. And the other thing is, you know, there should be a grace period for rookie head coaches, and I think especially for Anthony Lynn, given that the Chargers moved their operation, have already had their top picks go down to injury, I, I don't think he should feel as much pressure. Now, okay, Gates, yes, it's going to be the end of the line. It would be nice to win for him, but – from a roster standpoint, Hunter Henry's one of the better young tight ends in the league, at least it looks like it. And for Phillip Rivers, I think mean, I think Phillip's going to play a couple of more years. I mean, they're, they're on the right track. I mean, clearly they knocked it out of the park with the Joey Bosa pick. Melvin Gordon uh, really showed something after a disappointing rookie year. So I think there should be a grace period. I think the Chargers are going to be fine. They just have to stay healthy. If they can be healthy, I don't see any reason why the L.A. Chargers can't at least finish 500, if not have a winning season. L.A., we appreciate the information. Thanks so much for giving us a few minutes today here on the NFL on TuneIn. Yeah, and sorry for the 1995. No, no, no problem. Cordell needs more of an ego boost. He doesn't talk about himself enough on this show. Don't don't worry about Brian. He never played football, so he could never get that type of love. There you go. Oh, man. Beautiful. I never played the game. Elliot, have a great show tonight on on NFL Total Access. (laughs) Thanks so much. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! The National Football League is on. Tune in.